Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right, day 13, Americans trapped behind enemy lines. Although I'm, I'm watching the State Department briefing as we're coming on the air here today, but they've gotten all their State Department people straight to the airport. Joe, beyond the utter incoherence, which was frightening yesterday, about as bad as it can get, even the mob, the media, they, they cannot believe it either, even though they all knew. They've just been hiding that they knew. They protected Biden all throughout the campaign, the candidate protection program. Now, then now it's the presidential protection program, but they can't even they, they can't al- align themselves with this unmitigated disaster. It's amazing if you watch cable news that, that all these liberal cable channels, they don't even want to talk about the issue because they know it's such a disaster. But that's separate and apart. It is it is heartbreaking you know, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures that have now been released of all of our brave servicemen, 13 of them total, that were killed in these suicide bombing attacks at the airport yesterday. Uh, New York Times, uh, we told you all throughout the program yesterday, we expected the death toll to rise. It has. They're reporting at least 170 people have been killed and as many as 200 wounded. Um, I'm reading about the lives of American servicemen and women, and it's every one of them are just yeah, the, the kid next door that went to serve their country with honor and dignity and have been pretty much left behind, left to fend for themselves. The most stunning thing to come out of this press conference beyond the incoherence, the mumbling, bumbling, stumbling message of Joe Biden was, uh, that, no, we're sticking to the deadline. Uh, I'll, well, I, if the military asks for more help, I'll give it to them. They haven't asked for any more help. And so that means that all plans are in place. And it's really, it'll be Monday, our time, when the deadline strikes. So whoever doesn't get out by Monday, whatever hour it is, I forget how many hours ahead of us they are. What is it, about eight, I think. At that point... There will be no going back. He pretty much all but acknowledged that Americans will be left behind. And I don't think I've ever felt this sense of just utter despair and helplessness. And that this is just not the country we are supposed to be. We have the greatest military fighting force on the face of the earth. And we never let them do their job. I've been told, confirmed, numerous reports that on this program we've had people in meetings describe that we had special forces on the ground at Karzai International Airport ready, willing, able, and begging to go out in behind enemy lines to save Americans and escort them into the airport. And they, they, they were told to stand down. There maybe were three efforts total, but it was only after they were embarrassed because the French, the Dutch, the Brits, 
The Australia, Australia announced they got every Australian out of the country. They're out. They got their people home. And the same with the Brits. I think they're, they're done too. And the Dutch, the same thing. I believe the French also. They've gotten all their people out. America, just under this, this commander-in-chief, we didn't do it. Forget about the Afghan allies. They're going to die. You know, we'll get into all of the, the information we have about it. I do have one programming note. So we all know that the president of Afghanistan just took off, you know, a week or two ago, whenever it was, and apparently with an enormous sum of money. Um, but Afghan's vice president did not leave. And he's now saying, based on the president leaving the, and the fact that he fled the country, as the Taliban insurgents were on the march and took the capital, Kabul, well, the vice president is very clear that he stayed. And anyway, he will join us tonight on Hannity and talk about the resistance efforts that are built. Again, we, we don't get any answers to the main questions that I want answered, which is, well, why did why when the Taliban was on the march and in, in March, in April, in May, in June, July, why didn't they, if they wanted to stay with this extraction plan, why didn't they expedite while we had control the withdrawal of American citizens, American military equipment? Why did we leave it there for them? But it's not the most pressing question we have at the moment. But it's just sad. Anyway, so that vice president will join us tonight. I, I, maybe they'll be able to help us. For whatever Americans are going to be left behind enemy lines, maybe there is hope that they can assist us if we assist them in helping to get Americans that Joe will be leaving behind, which I can't even believe that I'm reporting. You know, one GOP representative, Elze, a former naval aviator, wants to know who's behind the curtain at the White House. He was deployed to Afghanistan three times as a Navy pilot. Three times in a Fox News interview. So he wants to know who's behind the curtain after Biden said at this press conference yesterday that he'd been instructed to call on certain reporters. I have been instructed to first... uh, um, um, I've been instructed to call on... um, I I mean, it's a disaster. The world sees it. Our enemies see it. Hostile regimes see it. Jen Psaki scolding senators calling for Biden resignation. That list is growing by the second... Uh, Congressman Issa succeeds in rescuing the California families that were in Afghanistan. There have been some real heroes here that we don't know about, even elected officials that haven't slept the entire week because they and their staffs have been up late navigating specific routes, I mean, for every single person they possibly can get out of there. Uh, ISA announcing today that the rescue of two additional San Diego families who were stranded in Afghanistan, he was able to get them out. All credit to him. Catherine Herridge reporting that the Department of Defense um, is now saying they authorized three more installations for Afghans in the U.S., bringing the total to seven. But they're actually putting people on the plane and they haven't vetted them. And yet they're bringing them to the United States. I'll get into more detail about that. You know, one question came out, Jennifer Griffin, how can you say with such certainty, how can General McKenzie say with certainty that the Taliban were not involved in the suicide bombing? Uh, The Taliban and these terror groups are tied at the hip. So stop. Let's stop the game that they're playing and the lies that they're telling. 
The great truth is, is that our intel did not fail us here. Uh, you know, I've talked about the the deep state. They, they're not at fault here. This information was passed on re- regularly with urgency to the White House and the State Department, and they did nothing. And I'm not sure what agenda, you know, Millie is working on as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. I have no idea. But this also happened on his watch as well. Biden admitting that he gave the Taliban the list of Afghanis that we want out of there. Now, when you couple that with the fact that we left all the data behind that has all the names of every Afghan ally and they're now going door to door. This is the Taliban doing it. This is not ISIS-K. The Taliban's going door to door and they're killing Every single Afghani that they know that helped the United States. Well, it didn't help that Biden admits that they gave what is ostensibly a a death warrant, a kill list to the Taliban of all the people we wanted out. So the Taliban is killing them. They're not helping them. They've closed off any avenue for any Afghani to get to the airport, period, end of sentence. Now they know who they are, where they live. Or if the, they got themselves got out early, then their families will be on that, that kill list. I mean, it, it's, it's so basic and fundamental. It's just an unmitigated disaster and an embarrassment at a level that I can't even describe. We're going to play our interview with President Trump also today. Herschel Walker is running for Senate. He'll join us today. Got a lot of, lot of stuff we have to get to. There's an effort by a woman in Oklahoma to save the lives of 200 female judges in Afghanistan who actually, you know, sentenced Taliban members. They're, they're walking dead. They've got a death sentence on their head. And the efforts by this woman in Oklahoma to help save them, she'll tell us about them. Biden then yesterday blaming major military personnel for the decision to withdraw from Bagram Air Force Base. You know, the comments contradicted the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, which is General Mark Milley. And this is what we've gotten the whole week, all week long. You know, congressmen and women are being briefed. They're told, being told 4,000 Americans, 4,100 Americans, 4,500 Americans are still trapped behind enemy lines. Then Anthony Blinken goes out and tells the American people 1,500, but we think it's way less than 1,500, probably under 1,000. So we still, to this day, we, we can't get an accurate accounting of how many Americans are trapped behind enemy lines or what the plan is. Because now the State Department has moved all their personnel to the airport. And the military, they're not, Joe Biden said he's not sending any more military. He's sticking to this artificial deadline, all but acknowledging that Americans will be left behind. And even saying so in the press conference, I won't play it again because we aired it live yesterday. But now... Biden is saying as for tactical questions on how to conduct an evacuation or war, I gather up all the major military personnel that are in Afghanistan, the best commanders, as well as the Pentagon, and I ask for their best military judgment. What would be the most efficient way to accomplish the mission? Well, we're now discovering that, in fact, the military didn't screw this up as bad as he's portraying it, because apparently the military repeatedly was telling him not to do it now. President Trump was very clear. We'll play the interview later in this program today, the second hour. He was very clear to me that his plan was quite different. They would never give up. We would keep in perpetuity Bagram Air Force Base. We built it. We own it. Strategically, we were going to hang on to it. 
also based on conditions on the ground. But the most important part was the reason an American hadn't died in 18 months uh, and the final year of the Trump presidency is because Donald Trump told them repeatedly, I'll obliterate you like Baghdadi, like Soleimani, like the Al-Qaeda leader in Yemen, like I did the caliphate. I will obliterate you. Do you understand? Confirmed by Mike Pompeo, confirmed by Mark Meadows. Release that call. I want that call released, Joe. We're going to leave Americans behind. Doesn't that, doesn't that hit your solar plexus hard? Because it does mine. The thought, the idea, the concept, is, it goes against every single belief system I have. You don't leave Americans behind, ever, under any circumstances. You stay and you fight. Even Obama Defense Secretary Leon Panetta is urging Biden to launch military strikes now. That was one of the questions, you know, that Jen Psaki got. Whatever happened to the quick military response if any soldier is armed? I think the president addressed that earlier. I'll give you more deep details of this. He promised a swift and, and forceful response if any U.S. troop were attacked. Where is it, Joe? Now you're just going to, what, try and get out the final few people? By the end of the weekend, my prediction is we're gone. They will be gone by Sunday. And any American that is in Afghanistan is now trapped behind enemy lines, ostensibly a hostage to the whims of the Taliban and ISIS-K that the Taliban released. We'll continue. 